listening to Bite Size Medicine, supported by the Innovation Studio at The Ohio State University College of Nursing. We are medical and dietetic students sharing up-to-date literature about food and health. Our mission is to give pertinent highlights for clinicians and students in healthcare. This is not intended to be used in place of medical advice. My name is Jordan. I'm Jessica. And I'm Phil. Let's get started. Grilling and charring meats, including processed meats like hot dogs, is an American pastime. There has been a lot of reporting in the media about grilled, charred, or processed meats containing carcinogens. Here, we will review the evidence-based recommendations of the American Institute for Cancer Research and the National Cancer Institute of the NIH. We will be discussing heterocyclic amines, or HCAs, and polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons, or PAHs. We will be abbreviating these compounds for the rest of the episode. HCAs and PAHs are compounds formed when meats such as beef, pork, fish, or poultry is exposed to high temperatures. This can be in the form of cooking over an open flame, such as grilling, or high temperature cooking with pans. In the lab, HCAs and PAHs have shown mutagenic qualities. In other words, they can cause changes in DNA that may increase the risk of cancer. HCAs are formed from a chemical reaction when amino acids, sugars, and creatine or creatinine react at high temperatures. On the other hand, PAHs are formed when fat and juices from meat drip onto an open fire source causing flames and smoke. The smoke contains PAHs that then adhere to the surface of the meat. PAHs can also be formed when smoking meats at lower temperatures. HCAs are not found in significant amounts in foods other than meat cooked at high temperatures. It seems that the higher the heat and the increased exposure of meat to that heat increases the level of HCAs. Any smoke exposure increases PAHs. HCAs and PAHs become capable of damaging DNA only after they are metabolized and altered by enzymes. Studies have found that the activity of these enzymes, such as the hepatic UDP-GT enzyme, which can differ among people, may be relevant to the cancer risks associated with exposure to these compounds. This may account for the differential risk in the population. Studies have shown that exposure to HCAs and PAHs can cause cancer in animal models. However, the doses of HCAs and PAHs used in these studies were thousands of times higher than what is found in foods. Population studies have not established a definitive link between HCA and PAH exposure from cooked meats and cancer in humans. Dietary questionnaires frequently used in these studies do not assess how much HCAs and PAHs are consumed, and also at best garner an estimate of dietary intake. In addition, individual variation in the activity of enzymes that metabolize HCAs and PAHs may result in biological exposure differences, even among people who ingest the same amount of these compounds. There is also worry that subjects may have been exposed to PAHs from other environmental sources, such as cigarette smoke and exhaust fumes, not just from food. Researchers have found that high consumption of well-done, fried, or barbecued meats is associated with increased risks of colorectal, pancreatic, and prostate cancer. However, other studies have found no association with risks of colorectal or prostate cancer. In 2015, an independent panel of experts convened by the International Agency for Research on Cancer, IARC, determined consumption of red meat to be probably carcinogenic to humans. Based largely on, on data from the epidemiologic studies, 
and on the strong evidence from mechanistic studies. However, the IARC was not able to conclude that HCAs and PAHs were directly associated with cancer incidence. There are currently no federal guidelines that address the consumption of foods containing HCAs and PAHs. The World Cancer Research Fund slash the American Institute for Cancer Research issued a report in 2007 with dietary guidelines that recommend limiting the consumption of red and processed, including smoked meats. However, no recommendations were provided for HCA and PAH levels in meat. Researchers in the United States are currently investigating the association between meat intake, meat cooking methods, and cancer risk. Ongoing studies include the NIH AARP Diet and Health Study, the American Cancer Society's Cancer Prevention Study too, the multi-ethnic cohort, and studies from Harvard University. Similar research in a European population is being conducted in the European Prospective Investigation into Cancer and Nutrition, EPIC study. With all this uncertainty, patients may have questions about the link between grilled and charred meats with colorectal cancer. Around holidays set around barbecues, such as the 4th of July, providers can counsel their patients with some tips if those patients are concerned. Avoiding direct exposure of meat to an open flame and avoiding prolonged cooking times at high temperatures can help reduce HCA and PAH formation, low and slow. If a patient really wants that nice sear, they can cook the meat to the desired temperature in the oven first, then finish it off on the grill for a quick, high temperature exposure. This can reduce PAHs interacting with the meat by decreasing smoke. Marinating meat can reduce HCA formation, potentially by acting as a barrier between meat and cooking surface. It also adds great flavor. Removing charred portion of meats and refraining from using gravy made from meat drippings can also reduce HCA and PAH exposure. The American Institute for Cancer Research also recommends no more than 12 to 18 ounces of red meat, such as beef, pork, and lamb per week, because of links to an increased risk of colon cancer. Processed meat, like hot dogs and sausages, can increase that risk even more. Concerned patients can mix up meats at their next barbecue, switching up burgers and hot dogs with fish and chicken. Incorporating vegetables, whether marinated and on the grill, reducing smoke contact time, of course, or roasted in the oven, provide phytochemicals, including those with antioxidant activity, which the American Institute for Cancer Research endorses as having potential to reduce cancer risk. In summary, while no direct links have been made between charred or grilled meats and cancer, epidemiologic studies and trending mechanistic studies have led the American Institute for Cancer Research and the National Cancer Institute to recommend reducing smoked meat consumption. Patients who are concerned about links between smoked meats and cancer risk may ask for a provider's opinion. This can lead to discussion about marinating meat, cooking low and slow, utilizing the oven, and incorporating non-red meat alternatives such as chicken and fish, plus including vegetables. This may lead to meals incorporating more whole foods. Thanks for listening, and be sure to check out our social media and show notes for more information. That's today's Taste of Bite Size Medicine.